Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. Today, we are talking about a topic that I know you guys will all love because it is talking about the importance of boosting independence and responsibility for your little one, which means more time to free up from you having to do things. And we're talking about how to get that accomplished. Who doesn't need a little bit more free time in their lives? I don't know. I would like some personally. And I know it takes time. Like, you know, the more time you put into it and invest at the beginning, the more time you'll get from it at the end. Think about it in that mentality. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So if you're wondering how to accomplish that, stick around. We're gonna find out. Woohoo! And I also want to quickly tell you that I've been working so, so hard on my course. Yes, it is almost done. Little hurdles here and there because I, every time I come up with something, it's like, oh, I need to share that and I need to make that. And have I got some great handouts for you? And I'm talking not just like tips and tidbits, I'm talking about deep, reflecting, soul searching questions that are going to help you reflect in your parenthood and make mamahood a little bit less stressful for you. So I can't wait for you to dive into that. I'm telling you, it's going to transform the way you think about your mamahood and it's gonna be so wonderful and I know that you'll love it, especially if you have questions about how to better yourself as a mom and how to pump the brakes when it comes to yelling at your little one. It's gonna go so much deeper than behavior management and I'm telling you, you will want your hands all over this course. So. Let's get you started with that by emailing me and um, setting you up with an early bird special. So email me at generationonamission at gmail.com and we will get you set up for that. All right, y'all ready for today's episode? Because I sure am. Let's dive on in. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. So let's talk about mom burnout for a quick gif. Like, I know you know it's real, and it happens because you feel like you might have to do literally everything around your house which shouldn't be the case just because you're the mom shouldn't mean that you are in charge of getting it all done that's not how life should work and believe it or not it is possible to teach our little ones how to take responsibility and how to increase their independence when it comes to picking up duties around the house and chores around the house so sometimes we we feel like we have so much on our plates but have you ever thought to ask yourself well why do you have so much on your plates and I honestly feel like what contributes to that is the fact that we feel this obligation that we have to do everything for our kids because they're kids well that's not the case when they get to kindergarten even preschool they need to know how to do things independently and are you expecting them to get it at first absolutely not but they do need to know how to do things like tie their shoes 
shoes before they get to kindergarten or at least have a jump start on it. They need to know how to go to the bathroom by themselves, how to wipe their bottoms by themselves, all that fun stuff they need to know how to do. But we need to think about, well, why do we feel like we have so much on our plate? And I feel like, and uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but it's because we feel like we have to do it all. We have to button up our kids' pants. We have to go potty with them. We have to make their beds. We have to clean up their toys. We have to clean up their dishes. No, we don't. That's enough of that nonsensical talk, mama. We have got to learn how to teach our kids to do those things on their own. And yes, like I said, the very beginning before our show started, we have to put a lot of thought into the back end of it so we can get more time on our hands later on down the road. But yes, sometimes I feel like that mom burnout is contributed by the fact that we think that we have to do all of the things and we simply don't. So I'm here to share a little secret with you and I want you to listen carefully. It's okay for your kids to learn how to take responsibility and be accountable for learning how to do new things. And yes, they're even able to take on chores, chores, even before they get to school age. Now I'm not talking you have to vacuum the whole house and sweep the kitchen and clean the bathroom. Absolutely not. No, not at this age. But they are starting to become more independent. And as soon as you see them, oh man, they are starting to get a little bit more independence under them and able to do things that they weren't able to do before. And that's when you look at your little one and you say, hey, I think you might be ready to take on this task now that you can do XYZ. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. But we have to figure out how we accomplish that goal as moms. How do we get our kids to learn responsibility and become more independent as they start from being little humans and growing into bigger humans? Well, it takes three things. It takes time, patience, and you guessed it, lots and lots of modeling as I referenced before in episode 15. So if you don't know how to model for your kiddo, just peruse down uh, the episode 15 lane and take a listen and I'll walk you through how to model expectations for your little one. So let's work through time first. Yes, teaching your kid how to put his dishes in the sink doesn't just happen overnight. You have to build up the habit of doing that. But you know, part of holding him accountable as he's learning how to develop that habit is making sure you're there when he's trying to accomplish the task that you've put in front of him. You're there to remind him that he needs to get the task done and you're there to help him, show him, model for him how to do that. Which is also where the patience comes in because have you ever tried to teach a little one how to put their plate in the sink and they just hold it, you know, diagonally to the floor instead of straight up and down parallel to the floor and food goes everywhere? I mean, no one wants to clean that up, but it's still something you have to do if you want to teach your toddler how to do it the right way. They need to learn the wrong way to do it first and you're there helping them through that, which is you being patient, right? Yes, of course. But he's going to need reminders Especially if he wasn't expected to do that expectation or complete that task before, he's going to forget that it is an expectation, which is why you need to be there reminding him, hey, buddy, this is what you're supposed to be doing and this is how it's supposed to get done. You're there to help him. Remember that. But if your patience is running thin, you know, after you've asked him six times to clean up his plate, that's when making a visual for your little one will come in handy. 
so like cleaning up after himself after eating a nice visual would be a picture of you know like clip art somebody eating or you can even take a picture of your little one eating and then immediately after that a picture of someone or himself cleaning up his plate by putting it in the sink and that's a visual reminder to tell him what needs to get done after he gets done eating so you'll place the visual right next to the dinner table and before he eats you know you need to remind him to look at the visual and ask him what is your task after you get done eating and what does it look like and I promise your little one will know what to expect and learn how to do it independently in no time. But again, if you want him to do it the right way, you need to, like I said, model that expectation for him using the I do, we do, you do approach. Your littles have to know you have their backs and that you're not enforcing an unrealistic expectation. You gotta help them through the first few times before they get it on their own. And I don't want you to forget that because that's so important, so important. And I also wanna add in that they need to know why you're having them do it. Otherwise, they're gonna be all like, you want me to put my plate away because, oh, why now? Just because you don't want to? No, no, buddy. It's called doing your part and being responsible and keeping our house clean and it also creates less work for one person. So we're doing our part and we're spreading love along the way. Okay, so now you're like, great, Michelle, that's all dandy in a perfect world, but how do I teach them? What do I do? What do I do first? Where do I start? Okay, and that's a legitimate question, so I think that's a good time to table this conversation. I'm just kidding. Ah, but I will start by saying it's never too early to teach and model what you're doing and why you're doing it long before you actually enforce them or expect them to do it themselves. And this can be done literally for everything before they are able to do it with or without help. Independence really starts jumping up and developing around age two, so that is a great time to start implementing chores. Just start small, easy chores at first, and I'm talking about like taking responsibility for the messes that they've created, such as putting where their plates in the sink or making their beds or cleaning up their toys or throwing their trash away, etc. Getting dressed on their own even, you know, all the goods. But first, you need to gauge what your little one's skills and abilities are before you make them do something that's out of the realm for them, like completely out of the realm for them. Like I said, you need to work with your little one to teach them skills before you expect them to pick up extra responsibilities that they weren't used to having before. However, I will also say that even if you feel like it's something that they can't do on their own, like I mentioned before, holding their plate steadily enough to the sink without dumping it onto the ground, you need to do it with them and teach them how to do it. Don't just say, oh man, you can never keep your food on your plate. No, yes, that's gonna happen. You just have to be there to show them, okay, we slanted our plate this time. Let's try holding it in a little bit in a different place so that way we can (laughs) make it to the sink without dumping it on the floor. And it'll take a couple times, but soon they'll be able to get it and do it by themselves. So here's what we did for our toddler. We taught him how to get dressed independently by the time he was a little over two. We would do it with him before that, teach him the verbiage, like here's what you do, here's how you do it. We taught him that the tags go in the back and how to use his pincher fingers to pull up the top of his pants and how to lay his shirt down on the floor the right way before he puts it on so it's on the right way and of course how to pull his shirt down over his head and the arms through the sleeves and by this time he was also able to pick out his clothes by himself because he knew where they were located 
And then after we taught him how to get dressed by himself, because he needs to know how to do that if he's going to the bathroom. He's got to learn how to get dressed at some point and pull up his pants at some point. It's not, I'm not going to be there all the time to help him through that. But the first while I was there helping him and now he's able to do it lickety split. But we even taught him after he accomplished how to get dressed by himself, we taught him how to turn his pants right side out after he took them off to use the bathroom you know like you know what I'm talking about when they stomp their pants on the floor and then they, it's all inside out and bunched up I taught him how to take it grab the end of the pants and pull it out and I'm gonna tell you what it came in real handy when I had my surgery and I couldn't help him pull his pants right side out because I didn't have my hand available he was able to do it independently because we had worked through that and talked through it before together and it went much more smoothly so that came a little bit after two and a half but I had to teach him how to do it and it took repetitive practice now as he's mastered those tasks one at a time and now he's accomplished getting dressed he's accomplished how to pick out his clothes we've introduced throwing his clothes in the hamper and putting his clothes away after we do the laundry so he is just three years old and he puts away his clothes after I do his laundry because he knows where his shirts go he knows where his PJs go he knows where his pants go everything and sometimes we think oh my gosh your child is doing laundry no it takes like literally 20 seconds to put it away it's not that big of a task and I think sometimes our initial instincts is to just do it for them because it takes time to teach them and we can just do it better right we can do it the right way but if we always do it for them then they're never going to know how to do it and it's going to be harder to enforce a habit later on down the road because they're not used to doing it as if you gradually build them up to it and you teach them sooner they're going to be able to learn how to do more things independently as they grow older but it has to be in a patient way as well in an understanding and kind way when they don't get it right and an independent way meaning if they put it away and you show them how to put it away and they do put it away but maybe it's not as perfect as you want we have to leave it there we can't just say oh man you did it incorrectly now I'm going to do it for you because then guess what the validity of what they just did is out the window and now they're like well I can't do it right anyway so I'm just I'm not going to do it at all and we don't want that from our kids either but if you want them to be able to do it independently and still have the desire to do it independently then you need to give up some of that control too and let them do it how they want to do it as well so making the bed is another one he got used to sleeping in his bed we converted it after he was two and a half when he learned how to potty train when we taught him how to make the bed because we had to do laundry a lot during the potty training phase and so after he was all done with that we were able to teach them okay now that we're able to keep our bed sheet on our bed every night this is how we make our bed and we put that responsibility on him and again I did it for him first then we did it together and then he is now able to do that independently and even just today after nap he was playing and he said oh I forgot to make my bed and he made his bed by himself it was great so it's best to acclimate them to the idea of doing chores and you can do this by starting small and then working their way up to more. It's all about confidence too. You have to build their confidence and wait until they've mastered one thing. And I would say for at least a month before introducing them to something new and building upon that. And I'm not talking about going from a small task to a big task. I'm talking about adding another small task, something else that they can accomplish that they can feel confident about as they move on with their life. So when it comes to cleaning up after they eat first start with you know having them throw away their trash at snack time and then teach them how to properly wipe their hands and face or wash their hands and face when they make a mess and when their hands are all sticky and then 
move on to how you clean up your plates. How do you put them in the sink correctly? Or how do you rinse them off? And then after they've mastered that and they know how to rinse off their dishes, then move on to having them put their dishes in the dishwasher once they can rinse, wash, and manipulate the dishwasher independently. And then after they get used to doing that for a while and become confident in those abilities, after they get used to doing that for a while, you can always add more onto that. But you don't want to compile them to where they never have any fun because they're doing chores all the time because that's not the goal of parenthood. But if they make a mess, teach them how to clean up after themselves. Invest yourself in a small little broom that they can start using when they are able to sweep up their crumbs. And I started implementing that around like a little bit before he was three. We said, hey, you're really good at making messes. So now it's time to learn to clean up our messes. And believe it or not, once he realized, hey, I make messes that I have to clean up, he was a little bit more careful with how many messes he made or how more properly he started to eat because he was aware that he was making messes before that he didn't want to clean up. And again, it's I'm there, we say, hey, it's time to get out the broom. Will you help me sweep up your mess so that way we can do it together? And it's a little bit easier and a lot more inviting to hold yourself accountable when you have someone there supporting you and helping you along the way. But before he was sweeping, I had him clean up messes that he intentionally made or like if there were big pieces of spaghetti on the floor, for instance, he would clean that up like, hey, there's quite a bit of noodles right there. Can you please just pick those up and put them on your plate and then put your plate in the sink? And he was able to do that. And I will say I started that around like (laughs) around one, a little bit over one and a half maybe. Because, you know, you do have kids who like to intentionally throw food on the floor. And I have a one-year-old now who just turned one not that long ago. And he understands when he's not supposed to throw food on the floor. And so there have been times when I'm like, okay, you're going to sit here and I'm going to have you try to put the food in my hand. So that way, you know, we don't, we don't throw food on the floor. That's not a concept. So they can understand. And my point is here, you have to push them a little bit. You have to expect these things. Other Otherwise, if you don't, they won't reach it. But I guarantee you, if you start to stretch them a little bit more, they will be able to do more. They will be able to prove that they can do it despite what you weren't thinking they could do before. So keep that in mind. But like I said, don't go overboard and load them up with sweeping the whole floor or vacuuming, but they can learn how to take responsibility for the messes that they do make. And like I said, that can start at a young age. So my leaving advice is start with small ways that they can help take ownership of their own cleaning when they make messes or taking care of themselves independently. Let them build that confidence and those abilities after you show them how to do it and do it with them and then allow them to show mastery for some time, maybe about a month or so, and add on small tasks that they can do after that. Then once they master those things, they can work on adding in small chores in their day-to-day life, like feeding the dog, or I'd even encourage you to ask them, what's something you'd like to do every day to keep our house clean and taken care of? And you know, maybe it's helping take out the trash every once in a while, or pull in the garbage can. My toddler loves to pull in the garbage can just because it's fun or getting the mail. He likes to get the mail or, you know, he likes to pull out the fun duster to dust. He may not do it correctly, but he's still got a duster in his hand and he's excited to clean it up. I'm like, hey, if you want to do it, go for it. That's helping keep our house clean. So I appreciate that. But it's important to gauge your kids and their abilities though. If they don't seem ready and one task is just too much and they're overwhelmed, just start small and focus on a task that they can accomplish with you to help do their part and take responsibility for cleaning up after themselves. So your challenge for this week is to see if you can set an expectation for your child that you may have not thought about holding him to. 
before and see how he rises to it. Don't just excuse him because he's not doing it correctly or because you think he can't or because you don't have the time or patience to teach him. If we wanna stop saying, why do I have to do everything around here? Then I'm telling you, teaching your toddler to complete tasks independently is a great place to start because you don't wanna be sending your five-year-old to kindergarten with him not knowing how to clean up the trash. The teachers don't want that either. (laughs) It's helpful if they know how to at least clean up their trash and make sure their hands aren't sticky after they get done eating. That's all I'm saying. So just some food for thought. So I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much and I hope you are staying blessed. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.